This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. NASCAR 99. That's what this reminds me of. Actually, it doesn't because NASCAR 99. I played NASCAR 99. Well, you remember? Did you never played a NASCAR video game? Did you? Tell I me? don't remember playing a NASCAR one. No, I remember playing the the soccer one, FIFA. I remember oh, playing that one. That I was actually that FIFA. was actually a lot of fun. It was really challenging, and I was terrible ah, terrible at all those video games. Yeah, challenged by FIFA. Were you not a video game kid? Uh, just Tecmo. Played Tecmo. Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, not really so. though. No, no, I really hmm. did get outside a lot. Oh yeah, he was choring. Part of it is I had a really bad. Uh, brought I, to you by extent. I was a sore loser, really bad oh, okay, sore yeah. loser. Oh, that hasn't changed. So when you're a sore loser and you're bad, like you just stop playing. Yeah. Why would I? If I'm just gonna get my ass kicked, have everybody make fun of me. Mm. I'm throwing the controller. I'm getting red faced. I'm treating it way too seriously, and I'm bad at it. That's probably a good cue to go do something else, <laughs> isn't it? It's very easy. Very easy transition at that point. I, uh, my dad, my dad didn't get me. I didn't get a PlayStation until I was what thirteen. Mm. He just didn't want me to do it. He's like, he's getting, he's getting chubby. He's PlayStation just gonna, One. Yeah, he's like, he's chubby. He's just gonna get chubbier. And he was right. I bought my first PlayStation up on my own at a garage sale. Really? It was how much? I think I paid a hundred bucks for it cash in two thousand nineteen. No, this oh. was in. Uh, 1998, 97, 98. So you didn't get it on the Graphics 16. Oh, no. And then uh, it was from Anchorage, Alaska, originally purchased $750. Wow. They left the receipt in there. Wow. I think I still have the box somewhere. But it didn't even, you know how there was like the Sony cord to plug in? This one still had the red, yellow, white cords in the back. It didn't even have the special Sony plugins and stuff yet. I was taking Axel somewhere the other day, and he started telling me all the stuff he wanted for Christmas, and he started to piss me off, and I was about to say, you know what? You're not getting anything for Christmas. It was a whole bunch of expensive stuff, and I'm like, no, you're not getting anything. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Boy, I'm going to get you anything for Christmas. Yeah, I'm I mean, tell that, Santa not to bring you anything. Yeah, the first, the first video game I ever got was Super Tecmo Bowl, and it was the happiest day of my life. It was... Honestly, the happiest day of my life. You're only five years older than me. How is that possible? What do you mean? How old were you? Because when you the had games, a... the games flew oh, by like the. Just a few years later, they got so much better. For whatever reason, I, I do was remember. Atari. Well, even then, like I remember yeah. when Nintendo was was big, you know, like eighty eight, eighty nine, and I thought, oh, I'm getting a Nintendo, and I got an Atari. 
2600 <laughs> got it from the pawn shop that's what i got for my birthday i was a little disappointed though but i did get when mario 3 came out i got it that christmas so it was very close to win it well it mario 3 it was one of the most brilliant marketing uh schemes ever is that it came out in conjunction with the movie yes the, was it the the whiz kid or the i don't uh, remember but it was yes. fred savage i think or his brother yes and no it was fred Oh, it was him. Yeah. Okay, and it was, they showed you the warps. And yep. it's like, those kids could not have known about the warps. How did they know well, about the warps? The game they were playing for the very first and time. And, like, Nickelodeon had shows about video games, and I think the Family Channel had shows about the Family video Channel. games. So we, uh, I got a, <clears throat> I got a PlayStation when I was a kid. My dad said he hid it under my bed, which was a great idea. The one place you'd never I look. I did, I'd never look. He hid it under my bed. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, that's a ballsy move when you think about it by the old man. So, uh, remind me, I got to talk to Keith about something. Don't let me leave. Don't let me leave until I talk to Keith. So, um, and then I got, I remember I bought a PlayStation 2. I had that thing for a long time. Then I bought a PlayStation 2 from my buddy's dad. He like refurbished it. And my buddy's dad was really good with electronics. I had that thing for a while. Then I got a PlayStation 3. Then Lizzie bought me a PS4. But... I didn't want it because there was no NCAA football, and I didn't really like that. Oh, Madden. that's Remember? right. So I took it to that. Ex- I took it to the exchange, and people were like, "Ken, you know you're getting ripped off." I'm like, "Yeah, I don't care. I just want to play NCAA football." So I played NCAA football, and I went. I went to the exchange, I switched it out. Alana, who used to work here, and she did you know she's pregnant now? No, she yeah, She's her and her husband are having a baby. I think. I want to say it's going to be a boy. I want to say it's going to be a boy, but I'm not sure. Yeah, she's having a baby. And so um, they're um, they're expecting. And Alana used to work here. She got me set up at the uh, at the exchange because she worked part-time at the exchange. And she worked at NCX. And she's great. And uh, I still have that PS3 to this day, knock on wood. And you play it. And I play it. I still play it. I'm still, I have the Dynasty, and I have the Dynasty. I'm a, I am in the National Championship game, but I'm so GD disappointed. And do you know why? Why? Because I'm skating it out on my leather ass in all these tight games, because you know me, I'm terrified to throw the football. So I win all <laughs> these tight games, like seriously, 27-24. What team, what team are you using? Minnesota. It's funny had, how people had, fall into their teams. Yeah. It really is comical. Like everyone, everyone immediately, like all Ohio State guys, the first team you pick is Ohio State. And then you're like, all right, now we need to make a challenge. Now I need to make oh, this. Oh, I did it the classic way. Oh, yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. I, I, but the first one I picked was OC at New Mexico. And then the <laughs> That's first, so funny. Then, to me. then you, your offense, my offense was just attack, attack. Do you attack, even attack, play attack, the attack. game as the players or are you in co- a coach's mode? When you're a coach, do you even play the game or do you watch no, the, game. the simulation but of the game? Are okay. you playing defense, too? Offense. No, just offense. Right, you just play offense. Yeah, I'm just playing offense. So yeah. your defense and, is just whatever your defense and my, is. Yeah. And my offense is just attack mode. Like, I am amassing yards. I'm doing it like an offensive coordinator would. Everything's points and yards. So it's the amount of time I get, which I did eight-minute quarters, it's just as many yards and as many points as I can go, and it's no huddle, attack, 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 attack. And that's what I did. And then it was Wyoming. I had two offers, and the offers were Western Kentucky, which in a previous life I had already had. I had already been to Western Kentucky. I was like, <laughs> eh. funny. And then I was like, I've ah. been to that campus. I was like, Wyoming. And I took it. So, I took the decision so seriously. I was asking, but he's like, 
where would you rather live? Bowling Green, Kentucky or Laramie, Wyoming? And they're like, dude, Wyoming, the mountains. You'd say Laramie, yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, Wyoming. And I, and I did a season in Wyoming. And then it was Minnesota, Syracuse, Vanderbilt, or um, oh, Wake Forest. And I went, you know what? Minnesota, Big Ten, going up to Minnesota. 50,000-seat stadium. Nice Big stadium. Ten, major major city, da 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 Minnesota. And, that's, and I'm on my second season in Minnesota, but there's a glitch in the game. There's oh. There's always a glitch in, in, in NCAA football, at least in the year I have it, 14. One, you can get called for on, offsides when the other team is running a hurry-up offense all the time. It sucks. <laughs> Wait, why? It sucks so bad. I get so pissed. The second thing is... But you don't get to line up every player, or do you? Do you have to toggle? No, because they'll, they'll, they'll complete a pass. So like, mm. And it's always... It's always like third and 17, and I send the house, and they'll complete it for like 33 yards. And I'm like, gee, diet. And like, and then they go, and they set up their offense. Well, since I got the blitz on, there's like four guys in the backfield, and they're always these linemen. So the linemen have to run up, and they do this like slow run thing because they're like creeping up on the they're line. I'm like, tired. To the line of scrimmage. And then they snap the ball, and then my guy's are already in the backfield. So they throw a flag. Mm. And so it's a free play, so it's an extra five yards. So a 33-yard pass play turns into a 38-yard pass play. It's ridiculous. So that's glitch number one. Second glitch, and people, fans like this, I hate it because it's unrealistic. Guess who my opponent is for the national championship? OU. It's impossible. Why is it impossible? Ohio University. Oh, I thought you meant o- no. Oklahoma. I thought you meant Oklahoma. Ohio- first off, I got Minnesota in the national championship whoa, game, whoa, whoa. which is, first off, pretty unrealistic. How can the game justify having Ohio well, University? They're 12 I and think 0, the game can go, if Minnesota's in the game, why the hell isn't Ohio also like, in the game? Like, Ohio State is, Ohio State's like 5-7. and seven. Maybe what? and I'm like maybe Solich came back and they got it together. All these teams and I'm like, what is this? I'm like, oh man, we're gonna go to the national championship game. Won the Big Ten championship, uh, beat Maryland twice. Beat Maryland in College Park, number one versus number two. Had to be the game of the century. But you know that's that's the NCAA's or that's uh, NCAA football's uh, world. I, I don't know. Probably was their game of the century. But beat them in College Park. We had a big. I tell you what, the Big Ten West in my world. In my video game world, a lot better than the real life Big Ten. Pretty West competitive, this year. huh? So anyway, uh, Cross Streams went over to the went over to Maryland, won, and then uh, beat Wisconsin, which was a number three matchup, and then uh, beat Maryland, which they were ranked number four again. Beat them again, okay. And then I'm like, oh, I wonder who we're gonna play. It's gonna be Alabama. Gonna be Oklahoma, Ohio. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Did they do any kind of and commentary? The, uh, is there a radio oh, I tur- show? I turned the commentary off. Okay. You game. don't get the Brad Nestler or whatever? Yeah, it's Brad Nestler and Lee Corso and, and, her, and I think Kirk Herbstreit. But I clicked on the preview. Herbie's picking OU. Hmm. Okay. I should tweet nasty things at him. No. Yeah, well, you need to use his bulletin board material. I should material. set his book on fire. <laughs> you should. He sent us. <laughs> I type a psycho am I. You know what's funny? I never even read the book. 
but I tweeted out oh, that I, I read. Either. But I tweeted out that I read the book, and Herbie retweeted me. There you go. <laughs> and I never read it. Whatever <laughs> helps. Out of po- out of the pocket is the name of the book. <laughs> it's on my nightstand next to my bed, and I. It's a good it looking yet. book. I it mean, looks come good. on. He looks nice. I, I keep meaning to give it to my buddy Brett. My buddy Brett loves Kirk Herbstreet, and I keep meaning to give it to him. And I just. How often is my buddy in my bedroom? So I'm never gonna give I, it to when, him. You know what's so funny? When I yeah, it's not like you're yeah. in you're in middle school anymore. When I was in when I was in middle school, I went to the library religiously. There was a basketball hoop, two basketball hoops that were freshly put up where I grew up grew up. Oh, that's cool. It was the only place to play basketball. I love basketball. So I was playing basketball and then going to the library, not washing my hands. How gross is that? Uh, going back and forth. I did not have good groom- grooming at all when I was young. What the hell? Barely brushed my teeth. What an embarrassment. My breath had to smell so bad mm. as an adolescent. Anyway, so I'd play basketball, go inside, and go to the sports books. And that's how I knew who Terry Pluto was, not from the Plain Dealer. Terry Pluto had like 10 books that were all featured at the library at that time. And so I went through and read those old NBA really? books. And that's how I became, that's really cool. when I think about it, that's how I became more knowledgeable about the NBA. I never told Terry Pluto this, and I didn't even, it honestly, didn't even dawn on me you that should. that's where it came from. You should tell Terry that. That 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 it should they just happened to be at the West Jaga, whatever the library was called there, Jaga West. That's what it was called. And I would go through, and then when I was done with the NBA, then I would read these old NFL books and old baseball books. And now I haven't retained any of that information. It's all gone. It is long gone. But. Are kids nowadays reading sports books? No. I used Are to they read... reading the Jason Lloyd book? Are they reading the Dave McMenamin book? I don't think anybody's reading the Jason Lloyd book. <laughs> yeah, I think he told us that. <laughs> he was very honest about that. I have to tell... Uh, I what, what? Are they reading the Zach Jackson book? Are they reading the Zach Meisel book? I used to read a lot of biographies. But then it made me realize that not all biographies are the same. Oh, so yeah. when I was a, when I was a kid, I would read a lot of like. Um, you don't know that back when you were a kid, though. Yeah, I read presidential biographies. I read uh, I, I read like a Vince uh, Lombardi biography. What? I read Boxcar Children. No, I read I read Rocks of Boxing. Rocks of Boxing was a I great remember, book for kids. I remember Boxcar Children. I, remember I also that. remember a, a classic that I used to hoard around, and people would go, "What's wrong with you?" Dude. And I would say, "You're not taking my Flowers in the Attic book." Oh. Jesus. You're just not taking it. I That's read, why you're watching it on Lifetime now. <laughs> I read My Name is Davey and I'm an Alcoholic. Did you? In, in uh, ninth grade. No, eighth grade. Oh, I stopped reading by that time. <laughs> that was the end of reading for you? I did it a was ton crazy. of... Like third through fifth grade, we had these things where you would take a test. You'd read a book and then you'd take yeah. a little test on it and you'd get points and you could trade the points in at the school spirit store or whatever and get pencils and yeah. candy and stuff like that, right? Dude, I think I set the record one year with like 225 books where I I learned how to like Ugh. skim the pages. Here are the facts. Let's go take the test. That's I was a skill, cli- though. I was cliff-noting boxcar children. That That's is a skill. Smart. That is a good skill. Uh, you need to be able to read things, comprehend them quickly, and be able to fast-forward. Also, when you think about it, those types of stores at the school, it really was like we were in prison. Yeah. It really was. Ooh, can I trade you for some tape? Commissary. And a pencil? Right? Yeah. It was crazy. We'd can get I the have chips, some of those? We'd get the chips, and then we'd crush them up and pour hot water <laughs> in there and make a pizza. That's all school is. <laughs> you think about it, though. That's all school is. It just gets you ready yeah. for either work or prison. Yeah. That's yeah. all it was. Yeah. Uh, I read... Then I stabbed the clerk. <laughs> 
<laughs> they had to shut down the oh. perimeter. <laughs> Anywho, all right, you want to get to this Jackson Smith and Jigba thing, and then we'll get to the other, the big one. Yeah, so the news We're came brought out. brought to you by Extend. Uh, how many games, Hick, you look this up real quick, yeah. Owen, how many games he's actually played? Because he not, did not play, then they shut him down, then he was going to play again. Now he's shut down, and his father and they shut her down. just told, I think, the Columbus Dispatch that the earliest we might see him again is Michigan, and I took that as he's done. He's shutting it down for the year. Because people are going to get in his head, the agent that they sign or whoever they're working with, they're all going to tell him, dude, do you really do you really want to put yourself at risk for the combine and for the NBA for the NFL draft? Like I I just think he might be the biggest Ohio lover of Ohio State. He might hate Michigan. He might want to win a national championship really bad. He's appeared in 3 games. He has 5 catches Man, for 43 yards. He was on a Heisman Last year, he, he had 95 catches for a, for 1,606 yards. And the Utah game was yeah. insane. He was so good in that game. And everyone just assumed, my God, that's going to be the guy now that the other receivers are gone. This is who he's going to throw to. I mean, Marvin Harrison is there too. But right. you know, at the time, it was whether or not a receiver could win the Heisman. I remember these conversations. Probably mostly a homer Ohio State people. But I remember the conversations, but nationally people were stoked and are like, look at this, Brian Hartline has another top-notch, top-10 draft pick. Like, he's going to be top-10. I saw some people saying maybe top-5, but that was never going to happen. You know, quarterbacks always end up dominating that. This is a pretty good quarterback draft, at least we thought it was going to be. And now I just feel like the agents aren't doing their job, and this dad isn't doing his job if they don't tell him to shut it down. And that sucks. I want to see him play. I want to I see him. him to play. I want to add to the legacy at Ohio State versus I Michigan. I want him to help them win a Big Ten championship. If I was and then his I, father, I'd tell him to play. I just don't know that you would. Uh, yeah, if I was his dad, I'd tell Why him to play. Why would you tell him to play? Because I'm an idiot. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Football. Well, no one's waving money to, around you yet. Of course. You I, know? I would tell him not to play. Are you nuts? Of course he wouldn't play. He's a top, he's a top 20 pick. You know what Man, I noticed? That's got to be hard, though, as a parent because. Yeah, he's he's adultish now, right? He's probably what 20, 21 past- years old. But as a parent, you're sitting there going, hey, th- "I want what's best for you and your long term future." And there is no way that coming back to Ohio State, a place I know you love, is we're, good for your future. But we're past the p dash 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 phase. That's what Liz calls it when I when guys call you that word. Okay. Oh. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah. Yeah. We're past that phase. Like, that when Christian McCaffrey Put sat it. out the bowl game, and some people were like, man, that's ridiculous. He's gutless. <laughs> we're, we're past that. We're past that. Yeah, you don't see the normal responses. I tweeted, I said, have we seen the last of him, and what would you tell him? And if I would have tweeted that even five years ago, people would say, sack up, get in the game, don't let down your program, you made a commitment. Now they're like, go see a young man, have fun. Ohio State's got great receivers. Exactly. They're always going to have great ones behind you. And and, in the other places, Alabama, Clemson, and all the usual suspects, they're dealing with the same thing. It's not yeah. just Ohio State. Well, who, it's not just them. Who was the Notre Dame linebacker? Smith? Does that narrow Jackson, it down? Um, uh, Jalen Smith. Yeah, Jalen Smith got injured. Yeah. A grotesque injury in the game. How has he been in the NFL? He's been okay. Been pretty good, right? He He's was okay. okay. I don't even know. But, he, he got but, released. I but, I mean, he, oh, he did? Lately, yeah. well, I guess it hasn't been going that well. But he was on a rocket ship, and he gets injured in that game. And it's just like, young men... These programs, they might care about you to some extent. I don't want to make it seem like they're all heartless. Well, they aren't. They have great relations. They, they make relationships. It's a mutually beneficial relationship. The player makes money for the university, and now finally the player gets to make their own money for themselves. So it's not totally heartless. But, yes, the coach wants you to play, and you did make a commitment. But, you know, your father is sitting there going, I want to return on my investment. <laughs> I was the one driving you to camp. Exactly. I was the one paying to get you in camp when you had to pay. He probably didn't at some point. But like, you know, some of these guys I don't I can't speak for their situation, but some of these are hardship families, hard luck families. Like, you don't want to do anything to jeopardize that money. In the end, you want to make a career of it. This wasn't some oh I'll try the NFL. No. no. When you're when you you're go, when no. you're Jackson it, Smith. You Flat are thinking out. this is a Flat career. Out. You're and supposed you, to set yourself up for the rest of your life. You, you, I'm sorry to cut you off like that. You, you go ahead. You say what you want to no, say. No, that's again. all. I, I'm just saying that. It, it's, it's, it's his life. And for his father, and I didn't hear his father's comments, and I don't know his father's name. Do you know his father's name? For Mr. His father, Smith in Jigba. For his father, for, for, for Owen, for you, for me, for anybody, it's your decision and and this even go, you're wearing a big brawler brand hoodie. Let's let's say it like this. Let's say I mean he is he's actually he is wearing it right now. Let's say it like this. Your decision is your decision. You're making a business decision, and it it ain't my kid. So you ain't gonna let no Kenny Carmen or Anthony Lime or anybody guilt you into anything. Because frankly, guys like me can kiss your ass. It ain't your kid. It ain't your life. And you got to make the best decision for you and your family. And you got to help your kid. 
your kid needs to make the best decision for them and their family. And yes, that might mean the best decision for their father, the and best it's, decision yes, for their mother. And, and the family at whole. And it's also no longer a red flag. Remember, there used to be NBA, NFL GMs that would say undraftable, don't want a guy like this. They used to do that with kids that transferred. They used to look at kids that transferred before the limitless transfer. They used to sit there and go, nah, you know what? Played at two different high schools, played at two different colleges. Off my yeah. list. You can't be a GM now in the NFL and say that. My God, how about in the NBA when some of these players play for four academies in four years? Yeah, good luck. Good luck not drafting that dude. Like, yeah, that's just, that. it's changed. It's changed dramatically. You can't do it. It's in, in, in. I'm sorry, just... it's never going to be like it was when we were young. When you, you were an Ohio kid, you went to Ohio State. Your whole life was about getting to the Rose Bowl and beating Michigan. Those days are over. And I think our generation knows that. I think the older but generation, I, it's tough. I, I respect, I respect the kid. I, I look at it, I look at it from both sides. I look at it from both sides, and I can respect the kid who is I. Sean Clifford is not going to play in the NFL. I can respect Sean Clifford leaving it all out on the field with the Penn State Nittany Lions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I I don't like that he kind of gets in the way of Drew Aller, Aller. Everybody's saying it a thousand different ways. Yeah, I feel bad because I covered the kid and he's a good. He's a, seems like a good, yeah, really I did good too. Kid. Seems like he's a good quarterback and he seems like a really good kid and all that stuff and he's gonna play and it, it see, and I'm just like man I want to play right now and I but like seriously Sean Clifford, I don't mind that he's he's the Robbie Hummel of Penn State football and he's 37 years old. And he's and he's just he's decided to make college football his career. That's cool too. And I don't blame Jackson Smith and Jigba for saying, "Yeah, I I, I have the opportunity to make life changing money." And even if it doesn't even like you could say, "Well, you could get hurt, and then what?" And yeah, and then what? Then what? School ain't going anywhere. So we've had that conversation a million times. I think it's okay to be upfront and honest and say it's your life. It's your memories. You well, can live with anything. Think about it this way that these players. Well, I talked with Keith about that. Already. These people learn at a very young age now. They're more astute than ever before. They're not as naive. This generation, say what you want about all sorts of different facets of the generation. They're not naive. They've had social media. They they read the stories. They know exactly how you are a commodity. Uh yeah. different entities will chew you up, spit you out. And you also get played. Like, you will be lied to. Uh, if you have any talent whatsoever, you will be lied to. You're lied to during the recruiting process. And you most assuredly are lied to by some of the financial people that will be in your life, some of the representation. What do you think these agents do? Do they tell you well, when get... they're – hold on, real quick. Do you think these agents tell the player, well, I've got 30 other clients. I'm going to give all of you equal time. No, they say you're going to be the one I care the most about. Well, BS, if you're not good enough, once you go to these schools and you wash out, oh, all of a sudden my agent's not uh, really taking care of me. He said he was going to set me up for all this stuff. Now all of a sudden that disappeared. So I think these guys are learning at a younger and younger age that they have to take advantage of the things they can take advantage of when they can take advantage of it because they are going to be used as a commodity again, the first chance other people have to do that. But again, we're still only talking about, and, and we, we pay attention to the top five, top ten schools. We're still talking about a fraction of those The players. smallest of fractions, yeah. yes. Cause I, I do, and I do think that Dan, Dan Wetzel was right when he talked to us last week about it. Like the, the, the market will probably course correct. Like There will be people who eventually look at this and go, 
what am I paying for yeah. here? What is the return on investment where I'm paying for an 18-year-old? And a lot of 18-year-olds are dumb. I was 18 years old once, and I'm still kind of not smart. And I was definitely dumb when I was 18 and years old. And imagine giving me money. Yes. Uh, uh, go ask uh, the boosters who basically, basically, uh, well, I can't say cheated anymore. It's not cheating. But they did everything they could to make that the number one recruiting class for Jimbo. Yes. And ask them how they feel about that investment they're right got, now. They're three and five. <laughs> they're three and five. He's doing worse than what... Um, um, Help me, Kevin Sumlin. Did. Sumlin, yeah, yes. So, so I just I I think about and that all the time. He's got a guaranteed contract. And, and Kenny, I I do I do these Mac games, and when I was new to doing the games, I asked about NIL, and one coach was like, "No, there's no NIL down here. This is not happening. Uh, we might we might get some fun free haircuts, you know, if we tweet <laughs> something out." He said, "You know, that's it, we're we're dealing with a totally different. I mean, it's two different sports." Yeah. You know, the games that I'm doing and those kids. Let me tell you something. Bubba Arslanian at Akron is doing it for the love of freaking football. You'd have to tear that dude away from the football field. Like, that, it's just different. It's a different situation. By the way, four different coaches for Bubba Arslanian. If you got the intro. No. If you got the intro. He is Should I call all. him Baker Arslanian? Okay, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm Facebook friends uh, with his family. Yeah, I mean it's. It, are you really? Yes, oh, that's I cool. Tell him they, he came up in the podcast. Okay. I go to, I go to his brother's store a lot. Well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> why wouldn't you? So, um, speaking of nil, we're brought to you by Extend. I had an idea that nil collectives uh-huh. should make TV ads encouraging, like you know how they're like, call Congressman Tim Ryan and tell him to stop, like and, and vote against whatever. Yeah. Should NIL collectives? I love this. I love tell, this idea. Call Ward Manuel and tell mm. Nick Saban enough's enough, and keep teams out of the college football playoff. You got to demonize. Fro- you demonize yeah. other programs. Black and white pictures, yes. unflattering. Yes. Uh, Show like yeah. I could you could imagine you are TCU trying to get into the college football playoff. And you show Nick Saban screaming at a kid, yes, losing his mind. You show old, you show Mike Price. Mm-hmm. You show for no reason, for no reason, misleading ads, misleading. Might even want to do a deep fake, ugliness. Have the guy that does the Saban, uh, the Joey Molinaro, have him do, have him make prank phone calls, fake you phone calls. Have him using racial epithets. You show you, oh, okay, oh, you might want to pull back on that one, but like oh, you just show, you show hor- just. Just all the I negative political ads, and every year NIL collectives because it's like okay, you take some of the slush, take some of the slush yeah. fund, and you go all right, tell and you get you get the uh, the com- the committee members, mm-hmm. and you try to influence them to to vote against, and it's the same principle as politics, just like a political action committee because uh, the NIL the like the Ohio State the Ohio State NIL collective is responsible for this advertising like the political action committee so and so is responsible for this advertising what's the difference between negative recruiting and negative ads that, that, that negative recruiting the eye of the beholder think about it uh, what were they saying about Bobby Bowden towards the end the other schools in the ACC they're like he is going to retire. He's old. Look at what's what happening. What do you think they say in the Big 12? Oh, you know, yeah. he's leaving. 
Yep. You know he's leaving. Mm-hmm. They say his name all the time. It's like, he ain't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know he's leaving. Mm-hmm. We said it here. I'm like, guys, he ain't going anywhere. He always, like, stop it. So if we're just going to do negative recruiting, you might as well be open with it and go ahead and show it. Go ahead and show it. Could you imagine? I think it'd be great. I think it'd be outstanding. Could you imagine them having like one against... You imagine him one against some of the other coaches which you were talking about there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, my great. mind went right to it. Yeah. Hey, who? <laughs> it reminded me of what you wanted to talk about with the political signs in the front yard, which I already got several responses. Well, now I'm a I homeowner. Wrote, I'm a homeowner. Now. I wrote political signs in the front yard. Why? And some people and somebody wrote. There were a couple of thoughtful ones that were like um, someone named Kevin wrote. I'm a mem- board member of. I don't want to say which county. Yeah, whatever. But a uh, Board of Developmental Disabilities. Yes, yeah. Renewal levy. But he says never individual candidates. Right. That's so. I did want to point that out because we had talked about that off the air. I said, unless, you know, if it's county executive, if it's someone you know, if it's someone that's running for. You know, whatever. Even you know what? If it's a supreme, like a state supreme court judge, and you know them, okay, fine. I'm I'm not talking about you. What I'm talking about is right now Senate candidates. Because I noted in my community there are very few signs, and this is a big. This could sway the entire influence and power of of Congress of of everything. This could change everything, this election. In the state of Ohio, you know, it's a red state now, but we already have one Democratic senator and the other is running a similar type of campaign. Like, this is a big one. This is a big one. Now, it depends what happens in Pennsylvania. It depends what happens, whatever. But let's say it came down to this state. I understand what's on the line. I truly understand. But yet around me, there's no signs. Why is that? I've asked people. I've asked people. And they've said the same thing. I've done my own polling. They all say the same thing. Yeah, I'm a Pyak poll. Yeah, I have a, I have a candidate. I hate the one candidate. I love the other one. Well, why don't you put a sign up? Don't need that aggravation. Yep. Don't need that aggravation. Don't need to give my neighbors any reason to hate me. Then they might already hate me. Oh, uh, I don't want our conversations devolving into politics. Why would I want to do that? We were all at Halloween trick or treating the other day. You know what? Nobody was talking about politics. Mm-hmm. Nobody was talking about it. Not one person. Everybody was thrilled to be walking up and down the street while the kids were scared out of their minds. Probably ruin, probably ruin their you diapers. Didn't dress your baby up like it Gail was, Manning. It actually, I called social services at one point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those so, are the worst. I hate those yeah. when people dress them up as like. This is my daughter, and Joe Biden's smelling her. I'm like, I know. I, I think it's weird. Does your daughter really care about Joe I, Hey, you know, it's okay to have a sense of humor about things. This is my daughter, but and here's to, Donald Trump. Does ju- your daughter really I, care about that? I make fun of political candidates, even the ones I like. I make fun of them constantly. I think there's a time and a place. There's a time to be an adult, and there's a time not to drag your kids into it. But either way, get off my high horse on that. Explain to me. Maybe tweet at us, whatever. Maybe we'll do this on the show tomorrow. Yeah. But what are you getting out of it? Because that's what I wonder, because I think... In one regard, I think you're misinformed on this. I think what happens is you can discourage people. You can discourage people. It actually can work against you to have signs up. Because I think what happens is if you feel that all you are doing is seeing the signs of one candidate, then you are spurring action for uh, everybody else. And there are other people who think, oh, I've seen so many of my candidate signs that I think we're good. 
I may not vote. I might not vote on election day. It might not be that big of a deal. There are a lot of people that sit out these elections more than you ever think. And you can hear all you want about, oh, 2016, get everybody riled up. 2020, get everybody riled up. Look at our totals compared to other countries. It is insane how few people vote in this country. So you really want to drive other people to vote that wouldn't have otherwise otherwise voted? Then why put the signs up? Uh, I, I just don't. I, I think it backfires. I think it backfires. It can actually hurt so, your side. Either way, why do you want your house egged? Why do you want people's joggers spitting on your yard? Like, I just, I just don't understand the pride of your candidate. Like, be prideful. Go, go do that with your buddies. Go do that, but you're not making a difference. You're certainly not doing it to where your sign is going to have more well, people voting for your candidate. That just doesn't more, happen. I think there's more zealots than we've ever seen. And, and I think you're discounting. And I know that's strong language. I don't want to say because saying you're discounting says you're not thinking it all the way through. But I don't. I just don't. I should say I don't want you to discount the effect of cable news, and I mean the MSNBCs, the CNNs. The mm-hmm. CNN is just taking a a, a, mm-hmm. a total cannonball into the left. Mm-hmm. You and I both know this. And then of course the Fox News, the OAN, the Newsmax, and the so yeah. on and the so forth. I think that we've created zealots. And and I think that both I think that now there are groups of people that believe that there's real damage being done and they don't want to be the one they want to let the world know that they're not responsible for it and they're on the right side. Mm-hmm. So before like there was I was listening to a podcast and it was um oh hell, it was Gene Russ's daughter, the former um one of the advisors to President Kennedy, and she was married. She was she was like a, it was a big to do because she was marrying a black man, and um, she had said she was a liberal and he was a he was a conservative, and and Mo Rocca was the host of the uh, the podcast, and he had said, "Wow, that's you know that's you know you don't have that in the, the day and age where you know two two races will be married now, but." political parties that's different now mm-hmm. she goes well people didn't people didn't wear it on their sleeves like they do now and and i think that we've we've just created this this just and i there's only one way to say it i mean it's just it, it is overwhelmingly like either side there's there are, there are two sides that one thinks that the country is hated or the country hates them and they believe that they need to let everybody know that they are not the problem. They, I think they want to let people know they are not the problem with the country. They believe there are problems with the country and they are not the problem. And that's why they have signs and flags and all the other things. And they're getting bigger. The signs are getting bigger. And, and I Leon's just, getting larger. And I just want to know, like... I. I think this has got to cause problems between neighbors. I think it has to. There's no way, there's no way that two neighbors where one has a huge Trump sign and the other has a huge Biden sign. Oh, I've seen it. There's no way those those two are friendly in my, anymore. Uh, in my, anymore. I think they could have been friendly 20 years ago. In my, um, in my friend's neighborhood, there are two neighbors that live across the street from each other. I'm not going to tell you which city. I'll tell you off the air. And you pull up to a stoplight, I swear to God. And there, at one time, there was a 
Biden sign and a Trump sign. And the Biden sign got bigger and the Trump sign got bigger. It has to. And the Biden sign got bigger. Keep it up with the Joneses. And the Trump sign got bigger. And then there were more Trump signs and there were more Biden signs. Uh, you could tell these people were at war. So with wouldn't each it be other. great if neither of you had the, the signs street. up? Wouldn't it be better? Wouldn't it be better? And then you guys could actually, you know, have dinner together. Maybe you just would never. Uh, or that, just leave the, each other alone. Or leave each other alone. Good na- we don't need but, to spend time with each other. Good neighbors but, can leave each other alone, so, too. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So, But what, what a sad state of affairs that we have to outdo each other with our political sign. I, I mean, I just I think I think this this politics, it really is like we make fun of sports fans for being so insane that they get in fights at the games and stuff. But there's some mental illness there. I think with politics, there's more mental illness than ever before. And the cable news networks have convinced you that the other side is going to either kill your children or lead to pedophilia or lead to immigrants coming and killing your like these 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 two sides. These two sides have totally tried to convince you that you can't live in a world where the other party is in power. And yet, you'd be surprised to know how many people actually voted for Barack Obama and then voted for Donald Trump and then voted for Joe Biden. There are a lot of people out there. What are you going to do with them? You're not going to talk to them? You're not going to reason with them? You're not going to want to send your kids to school with those parents' kids? We've talked about this before on this podcast. I think there's a lot more people than people want to admit and that people want to realize who are just on a track and they're just trying to get to they're just trying to get to a retirement they're just, and really they just want to be left alone yeah. they just want to be left alone they don't want every conversation to, to devolve into politics they don't want like I, I told you man I've been to like I've been to other parts of the state and like I told you about different conversations that turned into like, I know what you're talking about, brother. And I'm like, no, no, we're not doing this <laughs> like that. Cause you know, I, I know what I look like and uh, I'm just, and, and there's people who in every Midwestern state, it's just like, just want to go to bed. Just want to be left alone. Just want to go down. And there are people who don't like that idea, uh, that ideology either that, that don't believe that people should just want to be left alone. They believe we should be oh, you have to, in the streets. You have to stand for something. That we yeah. should be standing for this. And um, that's that's why God created mm. the youth. That's right. I do believe that. Yep. And, and there are people who are older and do that, and that's fine. But that's why God created the youth. Uh, there's another thing I'm very passionate about right now. I wanted to share this with you. There is something. Now, this is how I know I'm getting older. Um, we're brought to you by Extend. There's a concept called Dry January, and I'm in support of it if you if you mm-hmm. participate in it. Now, I I haven't observed Dry January personally, but I understand. But you support it. But there, well, because if people are you have you signs know, in your front yard, if there about are people it. trying to you know get off the booze or something like that. Like, hey, you know what? It's it's not for everybody. You know, if you abstain from alcohol or whatever, more power to you. And I do believe that. Like, well, I'm a person of Tall Boy Friday, but if you don't want to do it, that's fine. The whole. Did you see what the kids are doing with the no, you know what, November there? No, uh, no yeah. finishing off yeah, yeah, yeah. November. Okay, yeah, I have seen that. Guys, what are you doing, <laughs> folks? I think it's for guys and girls. Is this true, Owen? Yeah, I'm not participating, guys, so I don't know, folks. What do you mean you're not partic? Oh, you're not participating in the practice? Yes. Yeah, guys, you don't know. You don't know when this is all going to end. You guys can walk out there and get hit by a bus. Now again. I know that syphilis is up twenty six percent. 
and we encourage condom use on this show. Since the this start of this show, bring the numbers down, right? Yeah. We're, we're trying to bring numbers down. Please be careful. Take care of each other. But this whole not doing that in November, you're being patently ridiculous. You have no idea when this whole journey is going to end. If you, you got to enjoy each other's company. This is company. one you're almost certain to regret. Enjoy, yes, enjoy yourselves. Enjoy each other's company. There is no victory at the end of that, at the end of the month. What is the win at the end of the month? No, but Ken, I In the think, words of Andy Roth, what's the win? I think you're mistaken a little bit about what the objective of the Why don't month you tell is us, Thor? What is it? Well, of course. It's for more than just with a friend. It's for with yourself. As I know, well. and that's ridiculous too. You get a lot of pent up rage in there. Yeah, that's no that's no good. You don't want to be a grouch to everybody else. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. It's perfectly healthy. I mean, you don't want to do it too much. You don't want to, you know. You don't want to do Are you sure about that? I, th- I think there's. Has it become self destructive at times? I think it can become self destructive. And I think if you're doing it, but if you, you know, if you're doing it on a day off and you're doing it at home in the privacy of your own home, <laughs> we're going to tell you anybody, when to do it. You know, that's your that's your call. But you know, if you're doing it in a. Uh, in a park, in a in a parking lot, at a at a rest stop in Beckley, West Virginia, like the guy I saw the one time. I don't think that's the best idea to do so. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 